0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to Under the Hood. I'm Jonathan Hood. Man, I just want to stop by and say hello to you. Hope everything is well with you. Hope that you are supporting the show on ESPN 1000 called Cap and J. Hood, in which I work with David Kaplan. Cap and J. Hood mornings between 7 and 10 a.m. Central Time on ESPN 1000. And the ESPN Chicago app, we're having a fun time. If you haven't downloaded the ESPN Chicago app, You can listen to it wherever. It doesn't have to be in the Chicagoland area. Anywhere you are in the world, you can download the ESPN Chicago app and listen to our show every morning. Also, the Under the Hood Basketball podcast in this space right here. The reason why I want to do basketball is because I know that we don't talk enough basketball in the morning show. It's um, a show that continues to evolve every week, every month, and we talk about a lot of things. Whether it's sports, whether it's entertainment, things that you're talking about on social media, we talk a lot about on our show. And so sometimes, especially when it comes to the Bulls, it gets lost. But that's why I decided to take it upon myself to have an Under the Hood basketball podcast talking about the storylines around the Bulls and the NBA. Uh, brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings is part of that as well. So I'm very happy to know that DraftKings is part of our Under the Hood basketball podcast as well. Tell people they can find it on Spotify. I push Spotify because if you don't get it on at this spot right now, you can get a clear feed on Spotify. Everything basketball is right there for you, the Under the Hood basketball podcast. And so we're having fun doing the show. I know that this week we have talked about the NFL schedule release. Now, for some, it's like, oh, it's a schedule release. You know, how big of a story is it? It's big because it gives us an opportunity to talk about the NFL in May. Along with the draft, there is the schedules, and everyone's optimistic. Doesn't matter if we're talking about the Las Vegas Raiders or we're talking about the Seahawks, the Jets, the Giants, Tampa, Dallas, Dallas. Chicago, it does not matter. People see the schedule say, okay, how good can we be based on the schedule being official now? And so the Bears are an interesting story because with all the positives around the Bears with Justin Fields and what they've done in the draft, there's still a lot of holes on this football team, a lot of unanswered questions. So even though I'm happy for a lot of reasons that Justin Fields is the quarterback for the Bears, number one, the Bears have need to draft a quarterback. Uh, that can per- produce someone that has a bright future. Someone has got skins on the wall. This is this. If this sounds like a shot at Trubisky, it is because Trubisky only had a handful of games with the North uh, UNC Tar Heels uh, with North Carolina. But Justin Fields, similar to Deshaun Watson in a lot of ways, was able to battle and really played well uh, in the Big Ten for Ohio State. Got some glimpses with Georgia, my favorite college football team, but really came into his own. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him on the field. Something different than what we've seen with the Bears uh, for a long time. So I'm pretty, really happy about that as a Bears fan. But still, questions about the defense, questions about how the offense looks under Andy Dalton if he gets the first start uh, against the Rams at week one. I just think it's fascinating. Even as a college football fan, when I look at the NFL, I just I'm really fascinated by how the schedule looks and how they put it all together. They give you the matchups that you want early. There's a lot of intriguing matchups all throughout the NFL season, and we're going to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers with Green Bay. A lot of questions. So I'm going to call my cousin Wiley, my crazy cousin Wiley, who loves the Bears and loves Chicago sports. You think I love Chicago sports? My cousins. They love sports as well. So I'm going to call Wiley and get his thoughts about what the Bears have done and take a look at the schedule and see what his one-loss record is for the Bears. And by the way, in this feed, my friends, before we even hear from Wiley, so we've discovered something that we should do for our podcast that I do with uh, David Kaplan. Our radio show 7 to 10 AM Central on ESPN 1000. Well, they've condensed some like the best of the show uh, to 30 minutes. And so if you don't get a chance to hear me live in the morning, you're busy, you got to go to work, you're dealing with kids, uh, personal stuff. Cool. So we will condense it to 30 minutes and we'll post it in on this spot right here on the podcast. So that way, if you don't get a chance to hear the entire three hours uh, you can at least hear 30 minutes of the best of the Captain J Hood morning show. OK, so let me call Wiley and then uh, we'll get underway with some Bears talk. Bears, so stoked that I saw the schedule, so happy that we see the schedule. Now, how good will the Bears be? <laughs> That's another question. And there he is, Cousin Wiley, as we talk about the Bears. What's up, Wiley? Cousin, what's going on? You know what's going on. The Bears oh. and uh, and schedule release day yesterday.
1: It's that time of year again. I, I love it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, well let me ask you this before we even get into that because I've not talked to you about Justin Fields in the draft. What was your initial reaction to find out that the Bears got Justin Fields?
1: You know, I, I was ex- I was so excited. I, I went out and I I ordered uh my new my new quarterback jersey. You know, so like I'm, I I'm a Bears quarterback jersey collector. So hopefully this will be the last one for a while. But I went out next day wore the Justin Fields jersey. So I'm, I'm
0: excited. Boy, boy, so the quarterbacks in your life are like the ladies in your life, boy. You you move quickly. <laughs> you move quickly. What happened to MT10? What happened to that?
1: Yeah, but yeah, I, was, I was excited. So to, to, to see we got a young quarterback yeah. that can has a, a great arm, smart, able to uh, to run, and has, you know, some experience in college at playing at a high level. We haven't had a guy like that in our system, I think ever. You know, the the last good, well, I don't, I don't even, last good quarterback, in McMahon. You know, Rex Grossman for six games. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, we haven't had really good quarterback play for you know, for a long time. So I'm hoping that Matt Nagy doesn't ruin uh, Justin Fields. I'm hoping he learns some lessons from his time with Trubisky. I'm hoping that, you know, he's not even married to a Patrick Mahomes plan, you know, but for me, it's just don't ruin this kid. Give him a shot and hopefully we'll have our quarterback for the next 10, 15 years.
0: You know, this could have been Mac Jones.
1: Yeah, and I would I wouldn't have been as excited about that Right Like, for me, Mac Jones Not knocking him, I'm sure You know, uh, Belichick has a great plan for him in New England But when you have so much great talent around you You know, even though you're a really smart quarterback It's not hard to get the job, though You just kind of put the ball in the area And you'll have one of the top receivers in the country come down with it. And he had a lot of those. So, yeah, I I was more excited because I I think about Justin Fields. I think he's a more dynamic player than Mac Jones can be. You know, and and maybe I'll I'll find out, you know, it'll be our luck that we were wrong. And we passed up on the next Tom Brady, you know, for, you know, uh, Cam Newton for a few
0: years. I don't know. No, you know, here's what I said. While I said at the time, I said, it just makes sense to me that, you know, like Mac Jones could flourish in New England because he's under the Belichick system, but Fields is right for the Bears at this time. When, when was the last time we had someone dynamic like that, black, and the ability to be able to move around the pocket, do so many things, and be a leader on the field? We haven't seen that in, a, like, for, forever for the Bears.
1: Yeah. I completely agree and you're you're looking at Rodgers at the tail end of his career he may be on his way out because Green Bay has you know kind of forced him out so we're looking at possibly having the best quarterback in the division I I don't know when the last time the Bears hit the best quarterback in the division you know I I, was McMahon was he the best quarterback in the division yes that's you're talking about forty years mm. since we've had the best quarterback in the division, you know. While the Packers have had back to back Hall of Fame quarterbacks,
0: right, right. And I, and we talked to Carlos Nelson, a businessman from Auburn Gresham, uh, does a lot of stuff in the Southside community. He's the one who made the announcement. He was, even he was shocked when he saw the card. He expected to say something else, and it said, you know, Justin Fields. He was like, okay. Oh. He didn't expect to say that. He was like, how exciting is this shit? Like, he was pretty happy, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, so, but but again, the Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers thing with Green Bay is still to be determined. Uh, we don't know if he's returning or not. It seems like he probably won't. I just don't know where he's going to go otherwise. And that's why it's hard for me to make my official prediction because I don't know if Rodgers is returning or not. If he doesn't return, it's like, well, where are you going? But if he does return, he's got to eat all that crow. Like, yeah, I didn't want to be here, but here I am showing up.
1: You know, a pissed off Aaron Rodgers was an NDP quarterback. I I don't really want a pissed off Aaron Rodgers in the division. (laughs) So I kind of prefer, I would hope that they trade him. You know, and and looking at that, he wants out. Like, he wants to feel like he is appreciated, he's respected. And, you know, who are the Packers to stop him from ushering in the first black quarterback of the Green Bay Packers era? You know, like, just let let Justin, let let the love, Jordan Love era start in Green Bay. I'm perfectly fine with that. (laughs) Just let it start. You know, let Aaron Rodgers move on to, to Denver or. Some other uh, AFC team and let Jordan Love, you know, lead the Packers for the next ten years. You know, I want to see that. Obviously, I believe Justin Fields is is better, and clearly, the Packers don't believe that Jordan Love is even ready. I mean, they brought in Blake Bortles, you know, to to play quarterback yeah. during their gap. so like that tells you a lot what they think about. Uh, Jordan Love. And then it also shows like last time when they had this issue they with, with Brett Favre, they were like, okay, uh, Aaron Rodgers ready. Alright, uh, Brett, we don't want you. We right. don't want you anymore. How about we move you along to Siberia, you know, the New York Jets?
0: <laughs> a good spot because I don't like what they did in the draft either. All, all the quarterback hype, what about what the Jets did? I don't think that's going to work at all. <sighs>
1: It's the Jets <laughs>
0: so, Yeah
1: You know It's one of those things Where even if they Pick the right quarterback They were going They're going to find a way To ruin the guy So I'm, I'm fine with what they did
0: Yeah So um, Did you see the schedule?
1: I, I did Okay And You know So I didn't have on my My meatball uh, You know Head where i had not sipped my Bears Kool-Aid When I first looked at it So When I first looked at it I'm like the Bears could start the season one and five. You know, I'm like they could start the season one and five, looking at the schedule because, you know, while I think the well, I thought the the, the Lions are going to be Lions, but they they still have some talent on offense, even even though Galladay is gone. But then when I put on my uh, when I put on my meatball hat and took a sip of my Bears Kool Aid, right? You know. I came back to a, you know, I'm looking at more of a 12-5, and 11-6 finish.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So, as I said today, I will look at it where I can make my decision, I'll, you know, now, but then I'll make my decision later on too, right before the season. So, let's go through this together. You tell me what you think, okay? So, I said, um, you know, against the Rams, I think that's a win. Matthew Stafford will be the quarterback. I think they can beat the Rams opening night. I agree. Okay. Against Cincinnati, a young Joe Burrow, young team trying to figure themselves out. That's a win. That's a win against Cincinnati.
1: I agree with the wins against Cincinnati. Because I'm not even sure Burrow will be fully back and maybe not even, you know, fully healthy by that time. So, I, I agree. A win
0: is sensible. Okay, Odell Beckham will return to Cleveland. We're going to find out whether that's a a help or a detriment. Because remember, he was out for a while, and Cleveland still were able to go places. I had that as a loss at Cleveland.
1: So I had a I had a win at Cleveland. Like I'm, I'm not a huge Baker Mayfield fan. You know,
0: but I, I they put up, he, but they put up points though.
1: Yeah, they do, but. So I'm looking at the Bears' defense, right? And I'm looking at, like, they struggle with, once Fangio left, to take the ball away, create pressure. And I'm hoping that bringing, is a change, a young, you know, uh, bringing in a young coordinator that's kind of under that Fangio umbrella will help spark you know, what we saw before, obviously there, there's some questions at cornerback. You know, will, will Johnson stay healthy? Uh, do they have a replacement for Fuller?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that can just be somewhat adequate. Will, will Khalil
0: Mack stop stealing money? <laughs> and, and
1: will, uh, will, uh, I'm to call him Leonard Floyd. I, I, now I kind of wish we had Leonard Floyd. You
0: know? Oh, he's playing well for the for the Rams. <laughs> he's doing well out there. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, well, well, we have a pass rush now. You know, and... but I mean, so there are some questions, but I, I'm, I'm hoping with Hicks and Goldman up the middle, uh, another year of Roquan, that, you know, we'll, we'll see... More 2018 and in less of 2000. That we'll see with with going back this year, with Hicks. Obviously, you know we're probably not going to see the Hicks of 2018 or 2017, but I'm sure he still has something left. And I'm hoping another year of development for Rukwain, he'll become the superstar that we all believe that he can be, and that will help take the Bears' defense more to the 2018 level and less to the 2020 level in addition to having an improved offense. So my expectation is is that Fields will either win the job outright in in camp or he'll be inserted somewhere around the week four Detroit game. So, And and that's my, my hope because The Bears usually, you know, just beat up on Detroit regardless of where they at. Like, Mr. Trubisky owned Detroit. Right. You know, like, so I imagine Justin Fields will will do the same. So that's what I'm looking for. Like, an improved offense, more dynamic offense, along with a moderately improved defense will help the Bears beat a team like Cleveland who, with a quarterback who I just honestly believe is has been overrated since he was drafted.
0: But yeah, but he'd be killing those in those progressive commercials, though. He's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, <laughs> he's a really good actor. But, you know, just not think, I don't think he's a really good quarterback.
0: Okay, I have that as a loss. You look like you have that as a win against Cleveland. Yeah, so, okay. you know, Kool-Aid. Okay, so October 3rd against Detroit, that's a win. As a matter of fact, the Bears will sweep Detroit again. Yes. Yes. Uh, so now so now here we go. Now here's the tough part of the schedule for me Wiley. It's like October 10th at Vegas. Now, I don't think that the Raiders are going to be very good this year. Except and I just need to know like I think it's going to be like Chicago West. I think there's going to be a lot of Bears fans out there. I had that initially as a loss. I'm I'm starting to think that that's going to be a win. And that's going to be October 10th. Uh, at Vegas I'm starting to think that might be a win now I might change my opinion before we get to the season but initially I had that as a loss
1: so I, I definitely believe that that would be another home game
0: for the Bears Yeah, and I believe that
1: Derek Carr and, uh, and Gruden will not be enough to beat the Bears so I'm, I have the Bears starting so far, five and zero.
0: You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? If you see them five and zero, you're not gonna see Justin Fields.
1: Well, well so here's here's what I, I, I think. I think that the change can come somewhere around that Cleveland game to switch because I think the Bears want to give the ball to Fields. I I, I think they know that Andy Dalton is limited, and and honestly, Andy Dalton was worse than Trubisky last year with better talent. You know, so I think it's going to become clear that he isn't the answer. It's just how quick can they develop an offense that uses Fields' talents while kind of hiding his efficiencies, at least initially. And I think they're going to decide fairly early, hey, this guy is going to win us a lot of ball games. Let's let's put a man. Andy Dalton, you know, let's you stand on the side. We'll we'll break glass if needed. And and hopefully by that time Foles is playing for another team. But yeah, I, I believe Fields will probably be the quarterback somewhere around week three, week four. Just because the Bears know that he gives them the best chance to win.
0: Well, you just don't want any of that Miami nonsense where Fitzpatrick had the team going for Miami and Flores was like, nah, we want two of Well, what? The team was winning, right? I mean, so we just saw this with Foles and Trubisky. I don't know if, if Trubisky would have beat Atlanta last year, but you noticed that was a quick hook, right? And they brought Foles in. He saved the day and then they went to the wrong direction. I just, I don't believe in the two quarterback nonsense. Just decide who you want, who's going to beat out whom in camp. If Fields is a better quarterback, let him play. I'm just saying that it's going to be a a kind of a learning curve in the middle of the schedule. Now I think that I'm trying to think they may beat Vegas, and now we get to the 17th of October against Green Bay, and I don't know what that is yet until we know whether Aaron Rodgers is coming back or not. If Rodgers comes back, it'll be hard for the Bears to win against Green Bay. If it's Jordan Love, that could be two and zero for the Bears against Green Bay, but I don't know yet. And
1: that those the Packers games are really tough. Because Aaron Rodgers has owned the Bears his entire career. You know, I, I think he loves, you know, just beating up on us. And so, like, that game, even though it's it's at Soldier Field, that game is going to be a tough game for, I think, any quarterback, especially a rookie quarterback. So, I, I had that game as a loss because I, I still kind of believe that, the Packers will find a way to keep Aaron Rodgers, and I think a motivated Aaron Rodgers is a very uh, angry and motivated Aaron Rodgers is a very dangerous Aaron Rodgers. So I expect the Bears to
0: lose that game. I hate saying they're going to lose to the Packers, mm. but I expect the Bears to lose that game at Tampa again. Very tough three twenty five game, October twenty fourth. I expect a loss there. That's um, just it's just tough. Like Tampa brings everybody back. I don't care who the quarterback is. It's just tough. While it's it's going to be hard, tough to beat the the champ, the the Tampa that we saw last year, uh, when in which Tom Brady didn't know the difference between third and fourth down. That guy is not going to play the Bears this time around.
1: No, I, I don't. Ex- I don't care who the quarterback is. I think Tom Brady. You know, I can't. I can't bet against Tom Brady. So I expect the Buccaneers to to win that game. So we're looking at back-to-back
0: losses. So more heat. So San Francisco. Now, that's going to be at home on the 31st of October. I don't know if that is uh, their new quarterback, Trey Lance, or if that's going to be Garoppolo. I just – Shanahan is a bright mind. It's not like Nagy where it's like we think he's smart, but we haven't seen it yet because he dealt with Trubisky. So I don't know what that looks like. But that's just going to be tough against San Francisco.
1: So here's here's the truth though. Like I, I don't think that uh, I don't think that it matters if it's Garoppolo or if it's Trey Lance. I expect the Bears to win that game. Like, well, one, I don't think Lance is ready for the NFL. Right. I think Garoppolo has been overrated. And clearly, his the organization believed that he's a limited quarterback. Mm-hmm. You had a quarterback who was. Successful because of a great defense, a a solid running game, and really quick passes. I think he had like a his yards per attempt was like
0: six. Right, like
1: like you have to be really bad to have a a six yards per attempt average as a quarterback, but his receivers you know, were successful because he had a lot of
0: yards after after the catch. And a a great running game and a terrific running game. Great running game with Mm -hmm. a great tight end. You know, and when you have a defense that is
1: that great and you're losing that coordinator again, you know, they seem to bring in a lot of great defensive coordinators and lose them. I think the defense is going to take a step back. And I think because of that, the 49ers are are definitely
0: beatable At Pittsburgh... On November eighth, tough. Uh,
1: I like the Bears in
0: that game. Ah, I think, <laughs> wait a minute! I think Big Ben is done. I I agree with you, but but you know it's more than Ben. Strong. They they commit to the run. They're always going to yeah. be strong-minded defensively. Now we saw a Pittsburgh team win eleven to zero last year, right? And then they fell fell apart at the end. This might be the end of this era for, for Roethlisberger, but it's just tough to, to go into Pittsburgh and win. It's not impossible. I just think that the Bears, as what you talked about at the top, right? It's, it may not even be about the offense, it might just be about the defense and not being maybe, maybe able to get to the quarterback. You know, they're one of the worst teams in the National Football League in the, on the Blitz trying to get to the quarterback. You know, and and so the former defensive coordinator uh, Chuck Pagano is like, yeah, I I can't send five or six because we get gashed up the middle. Well, no shit, yeah, right. but 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 then but but you can't tell me like. You know, Quinn and Hicks and and um, Khalil Mack, these dudes can't get to the quarterback? I mean, there's no excuse for that. I mean, because you look at that depth chart, you say, oh, these guys are dangerous. Well, they weren't dangerous last year. And so, yeah, like, why can't they beat Pittsburgh? But then again, I don't know what kind of defense we're going to see this season. Yeah, and I, and I think we will keep, we'll get a heavy dose of, uh, was it Najee
1: Harris? Yeah. You know, like that kid from... Uh, from Alabama I, I think he is is really I, I think he's probably the he was the best running back in the draft I believe you know so I, it's going to be tough if we, if we can't stop the run but I don't like watching big Ben last year he didn't have much left in the tank I, I thought he was running on fumes last year so uh, a year later I expect him to to be even worse And I I know he's a a really prideful guy. He's going to leave it all online, and and you love to see that. But when you don't have enough, you know, I don't think it matters how prideful you are or how, you know, hard you work. So I expect, well, I'm hoping for a a Bears win. And and obviously, you know, I I sip some of the Bears Kool-Aid. You know the Bears Kool-Aid always has a little whiskey in it. yeah. (laughs) Always, yes. oh, just a little bit of whiskey.
0: Just a little bit. It's it's our family. There's never a little bit of whiskey. It's, it's, it's our family, Wiley. There, there, there is. Unless there's corners left in the bottles, there's no little bit of whiskey. Even though, even our non drinkers in our family drink. Um, so, Baltimore uh, with Lamar Jackson again. This is the tough part of the schedule. November twenty first. After the bye, you play Pittsburgh. The bye, then Baltimore. He's a, you know, again, tough test because of how strong the offense of Baltimore is.
1: So I expect the Nagy trend to continue. The The Bears will lose that game. Mm-hmm. Nagy sucks after any time off, after bye mm-hmm. weeks, after extra days off. For whatever reason, his teams are never prepared for those games. So I expect that trend to continue. Plus, I think Lamar Jackson's going to. Bounce back this year. They added weapons around them, and I think Dobbs is with running the balls. Is obviously going to take a little pressure off of him. So I expect Baltimore to win that game. I expect
0: Baltimore to be one of the better teams in the NFL this year. So I expect Baltimore to win that game. Then, a, uh, the, so then, a short week because now, th- now you're the Thanksgiving game against Detroit. Like this, you know, you come off the bye, you got your rest. Baltimore tough. Then you take on Detroit on Thanksgiving. That's a win.
1: It's still, it's still Lions. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's the Lions. It's golf. Uh, he's, a, he will have a coach in his ear telling him, you know, exactly where to throw the ball to, uh, exactly where to look, you know. So he's going to be. Well, I think he was exposed a few years ago by the Bears, and he hasn't looked the same since. So he's still going to be bad. The Lions are going to be bad. Bears are going to win that game.
0: It, this is a tough test for Arizona coming into the cold environment December 5th at Soldier Field against the Bears. Like, I like I think Kyler Murray can take it up to another level. I just expect the Bears to win here against in a cold weather against Arizona. I, I do as well. Um, then at Green Bay on December 12th, this is the second game of the two. This is a primetime game as well. Bears have five primetime games at Green Bay. Again, if it's Aaron Rodgers, it's not likely. If it's Jordan Love, it, I think it's possible. So here, this is this is my fourth loss of the season for the Bears right here. Mm-hmm. So with Aaron Rodgers there,
1: I still expect the Packers to win. It, it breaks my heart to predict Packers wins, but I still expect Aaron, uh, an angry and motivated Aaron Rodgers to be able to beat the Bears. So
0: I... This is another loss for Bears right here. So this is my fourth loss. To gonna be Bears. gonna be hard for Aaron Rodgers to beat the Bears when he's on Jeopardy. And then on the, on the against Minnesota <laughs> against Minnesota on December twentieth, another prime time game. I have that as a win against Minnesota. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Kirk Cousins has
1: is 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 a very bad quarterback. I cannot believe that he's managed to get a quarter of a billion dollars from a franchise guaranteed and with his level of play like he is going he he malfunctions in every big game you know he's a robot so he he malfunctions in every big game i expect for the bears to win this game as well and i expect for kirk cousins to look like kirk cousins in a big game
0: A uh taking on seattle the day after christmas that's tough, man. That's, that's I think that's a loss. There, you know, you got a full house again on the other side of the pandemic, so it's going to be a crazy crowd. Uh, Seattle might not be the same Seattle we remember, but I don't expect – I can't see the Bears going up there beating Seattle.
1: So this this was a tough game. This was one of those games where I where I think earlier I, I told you that I had the Bears down for five or six losses. This was one of the ones where I kind of considered to be a loss, and it was like one of, a toss-up. Where the bears could win bears could lose i think russell wilson is a great quarterback you know i've been kind of kind of rough on him for a little while i think he's a great quarterback i just think he has enough around him now to you know to constantly you know pull it off but going up to seattle after christmas and, and all that comes with that it, that's one of those games it's like a trap game where i, I believe that you know the, the bears could the Bears could definitely go up there and lose a game like that because,
0: you know, you got the, the 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 crowd, you got a Russell Wilson, you got traveling
1: to the West Coast. It's going to be tough. So, yeah, that's one of those ones that I kind of penciled in as a, as a loss, but, you know, it, it could change.
0: And then against the, the Giants on the 2nd of January, I see that as a victory.
1: I, I don't. So this is the one. This this is the six loss that I have the Bears down for. I think the Lions are going to be a, a great team this year. I know you Daniel you Jones mean is,
0: you mean the Giants? The Giants are. I, you mean the Giants?
1: Yeah, I think the Giants are going to be a great team this year. I know Daniel Jones is questionable, like as far as talent wise, but they pull a lot of pieces around, him, a lot of pieces around him. You know, and you get a get your, get your running back back healthy, Barkley, you know, I think they're going to be one of the better teams in the NFC. I think they're going to win the East, you know, and I think they're going to be one of the better teams in the NFC. So this is one of those ones that I put down for, I got down for a loss.
0: I like the Giants toward the end of the season. They were spinning their wheels early, but I thought even without Barkley, they they accounted themselves well. Now they got good health, then, you know, especially with Barkley running the ball, it's a shame because he got hurt against the Bears. But I could see, like, Joe Judge's team uh, being better this upcoming season. I just think that the Bears will squeak it out.
1: They went out and, they went out and got Galladay.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so here's, here's – I've had this problem, like, for a while because my expectation was the Bears was going to draft a quarterback, a young quarterback. Right. And I'm like, why won't you – why not sign Galladay? You, you put – you have uh, Allen Robinson – you have Galladay, you have Mooney, you have Comets, you have Montgomery. You'll give any young quarterback a chance to be successful when you put talent around him. Patrick Mahomes was—it's great. But Patrick Mahomes benefited from having great talent around him as well. You have—you had Kelsey, you had Hill, you had Hunt, you had obviously you had the great Andy Reid, but he had great talent around him when he started, so it helped him. Get off to a good start. When you have mediocre support talent around you, kinda like what Trubisky had when he started, and you're trying to develop a quarterback, it's tough. It's really tough to develop a quarterback when when the pieces are around him suck. So I wanted the Bears to invest that money into Galladay instead of giving Andy Dalton, you know, ten million dollars with a $13 million cap hit because it's $3 million extra in the sentence. You know, I want, I prefer to give that money to Galladay, You know, give him a long-term deal, you know, where at least you get a better return on that than hoping that, you know, Andy Dalton can, can like, be a bridge to your quarterback.
0: I agree with you because you got bookend wide receivers there with Robinson and Galladay on either side. You got the tight end that you want. I assume Jimmy Graham's returning, too. I, that's what I heard. Um, and you he got a good running game. Terry Cohen's healthy. So, no, I, I get you. I agree with you. Um, and then, then,
1: what's the I mean, truly, what's the difference between Foles and Dalton? What's the huge difference between either one of them? They're kind of like the same player, except Anthony Dalton's had more success as, as a star. Right. But, yeah, so I, I would have preferred they brought in another receiver for Obviously for fields now because I think it would have given him more opportunity to be successful. But yeah, so because of the talent that I think Daniel Jones has around him, I think he's he won't be a great quarterback, but be a decent quarterback. I think the I had the Giants winning that game.
0: And at Minnesota on the, on January ninth, Bears, 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 Her Cousins. So how many? So how many wins did you add up there? Eleven. This looks like eleven. I, eleven. Yes. I have them again, first blush with the pencil, I have them eight and nine.
1: So, so where are you at now? Have,
0: well, have we uh have we moved the needle a little bit? Well, I, I think uh see see that's the thing. I'm I'm waiting to see what Green Bay's doing. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm trying to figure like, like if Rogers back, the Bears are not splitting against them. So I'm just like I could see like I can go nine and eight with you on the Vegas game. And I can okay. add, and I can add two more victories after the, or either at, at the worst split against Green Bay if Rodgers isn't there. At the worst, so so, but either way, if I go nine and eight, they're gonna be a playoff team. Ten, you know, ten and seven is a playoff team. Yeah. So you know, and, and again, and here is again, I don't know when Fields will play. Something tells me that the schedule makers are like, you know, y'all gonna suck between the Vegas game and the Pittsburgh game. Why don't you put Fields in during the bye? Right, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, because it looks like even when it comes to the, the national games, there's a there's a lot of national games. Well, we get one right before the buy, then we get two after the buy. So it's it's like the, even the networks are like, hey, you know, the Bears are going to be, they're going to be good. So let's put them on, let's put them on on television. So. I'm hoping that, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that even if it is tough, I'm hoping, obviously, that the Bears have a, a, a winning season. And, and honestly, even if they happen to suck, just don't ruin this kid. Just don't ruin Fields.
0: Yeah, well. You know, well whatever you do,
1: nothing else matters as long as you don't ruin this kid,
0: you know. I mean, I, I just that's the but the big question Wiley, is like when will he play? He can go the whole season and not play, but you just want to see exactly what he can do. I just think that middle of the schedule is rough to because if the Bears go three and one, you're not going to see him. And I also don't want the two quarterback system where Fields comes in on the third down and I'll, fuck that. I don't want I don't want that. I I want to see him full stop as the starter whenever that's going to be. So.
1: You know what I love this year though is that we'll get the luxury of having preseason games. Cool. Unlike last year where, you know, Mitch wasn't was annoying to start because he was slightly better than Foles during training camp. We have preseason games,
0: we'll see Justin Fields be able to, you know, kind of knock the rust off a little bit. Yeah. Get acclimated to the NFL
1: NFL game. And I think that we'll see him. He's a really smart kid. I think we'll see him quickly make the adjustment. And he'll make the decision easy for the Bears. I think we'll know. We'll, we'll clearly know, like, hey, this kid is this kid is special. <laughs> like, starting week one, you know, possibly. But I, I think that just just
0: for the sake of development, they'll give him a, a couple games, you know, to sit on the sidelines. And then he'll come in and he'll save the day and hopefully
1: leave the Bears for the next 10 or 15 years.
0: Well, uh, it, Invitation at the Hood Cave, uh, September 12th at the Rams. So it, it starts there, Sunday Night Football. Oh, I, I
1: am there. I am there in my, in my seat. I'm, <laughs> I'll try to avoid any discussions about boxing or basketball. <laughs> Just completely focused on...
0: Bears football well if your brother's there there's definitely going to be a Kevin Willis debate so that's the problem uh and if that starts he has to go you know he starts getting into that you know that Tito's man and all of a sudden you know he's talking about basketball and I can't stop him and he's arguing with people and chasing people out of of the house so I don't know Maceo's I don't know (laughs) he'll start asking questions let me ask y'all a question. It's the third quarter. Aaron Pryor was undefeated. I was like, oh, okay, Aaron Pryor. All right. All right, Mace. Let All me right. ask you a question, Hood. Was the Dominique underrated? No, no, he was fairly rated. No, he was fairly rated. So... Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> well, thanks for talking to me, man. I'm looking forward to this season. It'll be interesting. If nothing else, it'll be very interesting.
1: It definitely will. Thank you for having me. Uh, looking forward to hearing more of your show. You guys are doing a great job, and to me, it's the it's by far the best in Chicago. I mean, it's not even close. So, looking forward to uh, hearing more to talk about the Bears, and hopefully, uh, I, I can convince you to
0: Grab a Justin Fields jersey at some point as well. Okay. Well, possibly. And I'll send uh, Steve Harvey a note that you said I was the best in Chicago sports in the morning. So (laughs) I'll send Steve a note right now that you said that. Tell cousin Tommy, too. All right. No, no, nephew Tommy. I'm sorry. Nephew Tommy. I will. I will. All
1: right, Cousin. All right, Cousin.